welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast and welcome to 2021. Wow, so as I am recording this, it is the start of January, we're in a new year. I know so many people have been thinking, oh my gosh, new year, new me, and in probably in many countries in the world, but uh, certainly in the UK, things are changing, things are shifting, there are things that people probably want to do but they can't do right now and I wanted to record this episode because I think there is a lot of pressure at this time of year. Now whether this is pressure we put on ourselves or society or or kind of culture or whatever but I do think there's a lot of pressure and I want to help alleviate some of that Um, because in today's episode We are going to be talking about goals, but not in the way you're probably thinking I'm going to be talking about goals. We're going to be talking about the pressure, the uh, ways we feel we should be setting goals, maybe even just the fact that, you know, in January, it's got to be New Year, New You. Well, why is that the case? Why do we feel that there's something really special about January, that we can't start things until a Monday, you know? How many times have we talked about maybe diets? And now, you know I don't like the word diet. If you haven't already listened to episode 101 with um, Fran, go and check that out because I think there's a lot of good stuff in there as well about mindset around body and exercise. And I don't think in January it's just pressure to eat a certain way, look a certain way, exercise a certain way. I think there's also pressure on maybe your business or your finances, or what you're doing with your life. And I think with, I'm going to say the word people, I'm just going to say it once, COVID. Yep, I said it, I know. Um, There are more restrictions, or at least it feels like there are more restrictions, obviously, depending on where you are in the world, on what we can and can't do. And I think for a lot of people, they've started to feel like, I'm trying to set all these goals, but I keep being knocked back. Or I'm trying to push forward, but there are things in my path. So that is what today's episode is about. We are going to be talking about goals. We're going to be talking about the pressure to set goals. And as ever, 
If you've listened to any of these episodes before, you know I give you actionable tips. So stay tuned to the end of the episode because I'm going to be giving you some things that you can do. Now, we definitely live in a fast-paced world. Um, if you are, if you're a business owner, if you're on social media, you've probably heard of this thing called Clubhouse. Now, I haven't joined Clubhouse yet, but probably when this episode goes out, I will have joined Clubhouse because. Things move fast, social media moves fast, opportunities move fast, and as human beings, we feel sometimes like we are being dragged along in this fast-paced world, in this current of um, not quite a lazy river, but like a more like being dragged into the rapids. And sometimes we're scrabbling to be like, wait, where am I going? What am I doing? Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like you are being dragged along by life, that time is passing and you're not really sure where you're going? You feel like you're not really certain about where you want to live, what kind of relationships you want to have, if you want to have a business, where you want to travel, what goals you want to set, but you just feel like life is pushing you along these invisible timelines. And I think a lot of this comes from comparison, comparison to other people, comparison also to these invisible milestones that someone, who knows who this is, but someone has supposedly set and put these expectations on our life. Because who says that we should know what we want to do with our life at 18? Or to be honest, even 16, because at 16, particularly in the UK anyway, you're deciding your A-levels or whether you want to do an apprenticeship, <clears throat> excuse me, or you whether you want to go to college. You're so young at 16, and I don't mean young in an immature way. I mean, you've got so much more to think about, to settle into. You've got so many more opportunities to grow, and yet there seems to be almost this feeling of make a decision, know who you are, know what you want to do. And I think that's the first problem because what that's saying is the decision you make at 16 or 18 is the path you choose. And that's just not true. There are so many paths we can choose. We can change, we can pivot. And I think I'm not a commitment phobe. And by commitment phobe, I don't mean relationships. I mean everything in life. But I think I have always feared making the wrong decision. And I don't know if anyone else resonates with that. You know, making the wrong decision about the A-levels I was going to take. Making the wrong decision about the university I was going to go to. Then almost like making the wrong decision about the job I was going to take. Um, I remember, gosh, how many years ago was it? Oh, oh my gosh. Was it like 11 years ago? Nearly 12? Oh my gosh. I, I was in a position where I was in a nine to five job and um, it wasn't exactly what I wanted, but there were elements of it that were really good and a big opportunity came up in that job. However, at exactly the same time, thank you universe for throwing me this curveball, um, another job opportunity came up in the place I desperately wanted to be, but without that exciting opportunity. And I really struggled with this decision because I felt like, you know, I was a certain age, I should be in a certain position. I was thinking, well, if I don't, if I make the decision and I go the wrong way, will I lose all these opportunities? It was really, really hard. And I think the reason why we find it hard to make these kind of decisions is because we fear making the wrong decision or we have this pressure 
to get on a path and stick with it. We have this pressure to make a decision that is going to impact the whole of our lives. And that comes from a fundamentally flawed idea. It comes from the idea that there's only one path and that once we're on it, that's the only direction we can go in. And, you know, sometimes people have a super clear path. I went to school with people who in year seven, so when they were about 11 years old, were saying, I'm going to be a dentist, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to work in agriculture, I'm going to take on my family business, I'm going to do this. And they just knew. Now, I wasn't one of those people. Um, I'm really lucky that my school actually started um, offering psychology the year before I was able to take it as an A-level. Now, I'm not really sure where my life would have panned out if that hadn't happened, but I know I would have found psychology and mindset and therapy in some other route. And I think with hindsight, I can now see that there's almost no wrong decision there's, there's just a path. And if you get on that path and you set a goal and you choose to follow a particular career or travel or a particular relationship, that's okay. There's no right or wrong with it. You're learning, you're growing. And if, if you decide that it's not for you, you can choose a different path. And I think when we're setting goals, when we're in January, we feel that pressure to make the right decision. Um, just to touch on body image, I think there is a lot right now about get healthy, exercise more, move your body more. And for some people that might translate into losing weight. And they're not bad goals, they're amazing goals. Your health, your well-being should be at the forefront of everything you do. But I think what can happen is we can feel pressure because it's January, because everyone's talking about it, to set goals that we feel we should be making, to set goals that we feel in that time in our lives, because of our gender, because of our location in the world, because of what we're doing, we should be doing certain things. And I think that is the key problem, because who says that? At 16, you should know what you want to do. Or at 18, you should feel like you're confident in your path or what you want out of life. Who says that you should be married by 30 or 40 or 50? Who says that you should get married at all? And I know people will have different perspectives on that one because of religion and everyone's perspective is valid. But I think what I'm trying to challenge is this expectation we put on ourselves that there are certain timelines we should be on and that is just not the case. It's really not the case because we get to choose our own path. We get to decide what feels right and what's right at 18 might not be right at 40 or 50. And I think this translates into business as well because you have this expectation that you should be making a certain amount of money in your first year, or you know, you should be hiring people in your team by, or you should have grown your social media following by a certain amount. And all of these things are just paradigms. These are just things that we have learned, or we've been told about, or we've observed. And then what we do is we make an error and we take them as fact when they're not fact. These are just beliefs, their expectations, their someone else's story. And, you know, it's great if we're meeting those. It's great if we have a feeling of, oh, well, I have got this job. I am making this amount of money. My business has grown this amount. I have found the love of my life. I have bought the house of my dreams. That's amazing. And I think we should celebrate those things. But what happens when 
we've missed this invisible deadline. What happens when we are looking at how old we are or where we are in our business or what our bank account looks like and we start going, I should be doing something different. What starts to happen for most people is they get this feeling of, I need to go faster. And what faster really means is desperation. Faster means lack. Faster means scarcity. Like, I've got to make a decision faster. I've got to change things faster. I'm not where I should be. And if you think of the energy of that, that's not coming from excitement. That's not coming from, um, you know, like the child running to the car on the first day of the school holidays, like, yes, I can't wait. That's like someone running from a monster. It's desperation, it's fear, it's scarcity. And we're sort of sprinting towards these invisible finish lines and we're running races that, that don't have finish lines at all. Um, you know, we're running against people who don't even know that they're in the race. They... We think we're competing against other people, but they don't know. They're not thinking about that because we're all so in our own mindsets. And what happens is, this is the really crucial thing. So if any of this is resonating with you, this is the crucial part. When we feel like that, when we feel this should, this pressure, this I'm not enough, I'm not on the right path, it causes us to take ineffective action. Because we are acting from a place of fear, scarcity, and lack, not joy, desire, excitement. And this is something I talk about in chapter 12 of my book, The Science of Getting Rich. Now, if you haven't heard about it, it is my new book, The Science of Getting Rich, the fast track version for the 21st century. And chapter 12 is all about this. It's all about taking effective action. So shifting this up, changing it, changing the mindset that it comes from. And I wanted to share this because I just think January is where we're all trying to take action. But if you are doing that from a place of fear and scarcity, the actions you're taking are ineffective. And what I mean by that is they're either the wrong actions you're taking them from the wrong mindset. So what actually occurs and what you manifest is more of the lack, more of the negativity. And then the worst thing that can come from that is you turn that in on yourself and you say you're not good enough. You say that you've been working so hard, but it's not enough. You know, think about the person who has put themselves on that eating regime, who has been drinking three liters of water a day, who has been exercising every day, and then they stand on the scales and they go, oh, I've only lost a pound. Now, why do they feel like that? They feel like that because they were taking that action from a place of, I'm too heavy, my body isn't the right shape, I'm not fit enough. Rather than, if you switch that up and say, I'm going to drink three liters of water because it nourishes my body, it gives my cells energy, it makes me feel clear-headed, it makes me feel amazing. Now, if that is the reason why you do it, when you feel energetic, clear-headed, refreshed, energized, you've achieved it. You've done it. Now, if that means along the way that you lose some weight or your skin clears up, amazing. But the point is, when we start from the wrong place, when we start from not being enough or not having enough or not doing enough, no matter what action we take, it becomes ineffective because we're talking to the wrong problem. Does that make sense? We're talking to something 
that doesn't even exist. Um, and I know when it comes to health, let me use a different example. Let's talk about money. So let's say someone said, right, my business wasn't doing enough in 2020. I haven't made enough sales. I haven't sold enough products. Um, I haven't signed enough clients. I haven't made enough money. I haven't achieved that goal. You can look at this in two ways and you can say, right, I am going to, I've got to make more money. I've got to achieve these goals. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not an entrepreneur. All this negativity. Whatever actions you take are from a negative place. Versus if you take a step back and say, right, what do I really want? I want to, and then fill in the blank. I want to feel like I'm having a positive impact on people. I want to increase my brand awareness so that people know more about what I do or the products I sell. Let's say you have a skincare line. The reason you have a skincare line isn't just to sell products. Yes, there's an element of that, but it's because you believe in those products. Maybe you've been on a skin journey. Maybe you've seen them help people and you want more people to know. Um, a great client of mine who has actually been on this podcast, one of her passions is helping people who have been through other skincare I was going to say specialists, but other skincare roots, regimes, and haven't got the results they wanted. She actually is the one who scoops them up and says, look, this is really what's going on. I understand where you've been. I understand how frustrating it is. Let me support you. That's the energy you want to be in when you set goals. And this can be goals in any area. But let me ask you one pivotal question at this point. If there were no rules what would you be doing in your life? If there were no rules about ages, what you can do as a, in a certain gender body, what your body should look like, where you should live, um, where your business should go, if there were no rules about that, what would you be doing? And the reason I'm asking you this question is I want it to be a freeing question. I want you to let go of some of those paradigms. And then from that point, you can take this effective action that I talk about in the book. This effective action that actually gets you the things you want. Because goals are amazing. If we don't have goals, we don't have focus. I'm not saying don't set goals, but what I'm trying to challenge is this idea of the types of goals we set. So if there were no rules, what would you be doing? And I would love you to let me know on Instagram what comes up for you in that question. I'd love you to let me know what your 2021 goals are. And if any of them have maybe changed after listening to this episode, you can always find me on Instagram at victoria.maskell. And if you want to check out my book or any of the other things that I have, go to victoriamaskell.com. Right, let's talk about some of these January 2021 goal tips. Now, if you're obviously listening to this and it's not January, these things all still apply, but I will always try and give you some actionable steps. Hopefully this episode has got you fired up and thinking about some of the places where maybe you are holding back or acting from fear or scarcity. So let's really break this down. Step one, think about what you really, really want I'm sorry, I'm going to stop myself from seeing the Spice Girls. Think about what you really want, not what you think you should have. So when you're setting goals, 
try and dissolve all of the pressure. Try and drop all of the expectations from friends, family, society, and actually tap into what it is that you really want what your heart desires, what would make you happy, what would make you excited to get up every single day. Then part two, ask yourself, how would it feel to have that? How would it feel to have that abundance, that business, that relationship, that body? How would that feel? And what I want you to do with this is I want you to notice any negative feelings that come up, any sort of areas where it doesn't quite feel right, it makes you feel uncomfortable, or just something that you can't pinpoint. And I want you to work through these because this is going to be giving you ideas or it's going to be kind of showing you some limiting beliefs or some blocks. Or you might need to go back to step one because it actually might be that you are still sticking with what you should be doing not what you really want to be doing. Okay, step three, daily habits are what you need. I want you to think about the goal and I want you to break it down into daily habits. Think about what you can do every single day rather than just focusing on the end goal. The end goal is amazing for thinking about visualization and drive and motivation, but on a day-to-day basis, what does that look like? What small actions do you need to take every single day? And this is something I talk about in more detail in the book as well, actually. So don't forget, you can get that on victoriamaskell.com. Right, step four. I want you to reward yourself. Every achievement, I want you to reward yourself. And this this kind of idea of reward doesn't have to be food, doesn't have to be money. It can just be recognizing it and being like, do you know what? I don't like drinking water, but I've drunk loads of it. Or, do you know what? I find it really hard to get on social media and, you know, uh, get on video, but I've done it today. Reward those. Program your brain. Create an anchor, a positive anchor around taking these steps because the more you do it, the easier it gets. Number five, visualize having it already. You know I love visualization. Visualization is programming your subconscious that you already have it. It's activating the law of attraction. It's bringing up all of those positive feelings and vibrations and making that goal so much easier to achieve. And then because it's January, this is the perfect time step six, create a vision board. If you haven't already got a vision board, oh my gosh, they're so fun to make. You can do physical ones, you can do digital ones, you can do both. You can do weekly ones, monthly ones, yearly ones, literally. You can make it whatever you want it to be. And if you want um, some more information on this, I've actually got a training on victoriamaskell.com, a vision board training that takes you through everything you need to know. So let me know on Instagram or send me an email if you're not on Instagram what your 2021 goals are and let me know if anything has changed or shifted after listening to this episode. Now, if you want any information, if you want to send me an email and tell me about this episode, um, my email is victoria at victoriamaskell.com. All of the information is always in the show notes wherever you're listening to this podcast. But have an amazing day. Beyond that, have an amazing January, an amazing 2021, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day, and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. 
and if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.